Welcome to The Birth Collective, a podcast to honour the birth journey collectively from conception, pregnancy, through to birth, breastfeeding and beyond. I'm your host, Tina Pullen, and in each episode, I'll be joined by experts in the birth space, as well as mums at different stages in their birth journey, sharing their knowledge and experiences. another episode of the Birth Collective podcast and we've got two birth stories for you today and I am joined by the beautiful Katie Williams. Hi Katie. Hello, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming. Now I know your first birth story but I don't know the second one so this is going to be a a surprise for me as well. So I'm on the journey with the listeners too. (laughs) Um, But you know for those who don't know you, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Certainly. Well, I live in the beautiful Sutherland Shire with my family of four, my husband Tim and my two beautiful kids, Van, who is two years old, and Olive, who is five months old. I can't (laughs) believe that. I feel like I just had her a second ago. Seriously. Um, I'm a baby sleep consultant and yeah, I work with families all over Australia, helping them get some much needed sleep like I did with my first. So yeah. I feel like it's just a coincidence that every single person that I've had share their story on this podcast has had a career change really? after their first baby. This is not strategic, guys, in case you're thinking like, oh, is this promoting changing your career? <laughs> um, I don't know why. It just happens to be everyone that I speak really? to. Really? That's so yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Isn't that great, though, that we actually live in an age where that is possible to, you know, I mean, I yeah. don't know what, what the other mothers have, have gone on to do, but transitioning to a life where you can stay at home with your kids and not yep. have to spend all week in an office is just brilliant. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yep, yeah, definitely. Well, I want to hear a little bit about your first pregnancy because I know, I think like me, your first pregnancy was a bit of a happy surprise, right? Yeah. So Van was a wedding night baby um (laughs) we spent uh two weeks in Hawaii and then came home and I thought I feel a little bit more than jet lagged I think and I went in and took a pregnancy test and holy mother of pearl there you go (laughs) we wanted to wait a few years so it was it was a beautiful surprise so I'm happy I don't think I ever would have been ready so happy it happened yeah and how did that first pregnancy go for you Look, in the grand scheme of things, it was a cruisy pregnancy with, you know, no complications whatsoever. However, I'm not a glowy kind of gal, as you would know, Tina, when I'm pregnant. I sure. I triple in size. <laughs> <laughs> I get lovely, like, uh, I have, with him I had uh, acne all over my chest, which was a beautiful thing I was so swollen to the point that I kept going back and getting tested for uh what's it called again preeclampsia yes yeah at the end I went I got like four tests for that um and yeah so I didn't love it I think it's okay to sort of sit within yourself and say I'm really really 
happy and blessed to have this pregnancy and be on this journey but I'm I'm also okay to say I I hate it yeah <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> yes yeah, so you can feel grateful and also yeah hate it yeah yeah that's, so it's totally normal yeah yeah <laughs> so I met you during your first pregnancy when we did um the hypnobirthing course together so what made you want to do this had you heard of it before I had not I yeah. didn't know that it was a thing to be honest and I I kept blanking out that step of actually having the baby because mm. I'm the kind of person that I, I needle phobic I hate hospitals in fact I'd actually never been admitted to a hospital ever in my life prior to having wow. a baby so I and I the smell of hospitals all that jazz it really irks me um, so when I found out that you know a birth could be an actual positive experience I was all for it guns blazing and I think my husband Tim was very much the same because he was fretting how I was going to cope with the situation <laughs> yeah yeah the dads are always always feel like oh, yeah what what can I do or they just feel really helpless yeah you know thinking yeah. what's it going to be like seeing my partner in pain and I can't do anything about it absolutely and and knowing Tim he's he's a great supportive man but I think had we not done this he would have been, I would have wanted to strangle him, but he was the best partner <laughs> yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he was a really great support for you. So do you want to share your first birth story? All right, let's do it. So I, uh, when I was due around Christmas time and it, it was really starting to heat up. And like I said, I was getting very, very, very swollen and very over it. I was super uncomfortable to the point that I couldn't actually sit down with my feet down. Um, so on my due date, I went in and I had a stretch and sweep with my midwife. I did try to make her give me one earlier, but she was not about it. Um, she was very supportive of my hypno journey. So she gently reminded me, you know, that that's probably not the best move. So yeah. I held off. And then uh, at about 11 p.m. that night, I went into 11 p.m. on my due date, I went into labor um, well, early, early labor, I started to get some great, exciting pangs. Isn't it exciting when yeah. you first get it, when you're like so waiting for it and you're like, because oh, yeah. I had so many close calls or so many false yeah. alarms, I should say. You're like, is this yeah. it? Is this it? If you're asking, mm. is this it? It's not it's it. Not. <laughs> it ain't it. <laughs> yeah, you'll know. You'll you know. know, you know. And people said that to me, but I didn't quite understand that until it actually happened. So I was super excited I went in, I Tim went to get up and I said no no you sleep this is gonna mm. be a while <laughs> so I went into the lounge room and I put on a movie and I listened to some cool music and I really just felt those waves like big time I just rolled with the waves um and it was getting increasingly um, uh, intense, but it took it, it took its time. So at about seven a.m., I called. I had Tim call the hospital when he woke up. I was in the shower, and I just it was starting to grip the wall, kind of intensity. Yeah. And I just we had a little word with the midwives, and they said, "Oh, you can hang on a little bit." So we did. Anyway, about an hour after that, I thought, "Hmm." All right, I bet it, we'd better get ready, get, get ready to go in. So we ended up in there and they said, they looked at me and they said, first time. And I oh. said, yes. And I'm like, I, you warned me of this, mm. that they wouldn't trust me. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. And I was just sort of, I wasn't answering any of their questions and stuff like that. Tim had that. Um, uh, they said, go for a walk. And I said, okay, I'll go for a walk. 
it's great. I went for a walk and I walked out the front and we walked to, I was in the Sutherland Public Hospital, which is a fantastic hospital, but we then walked down to um, like where the psych ward people have their cigarettes. Stupid rookie era for us. <laughs> people were going to us, you all right, mate? You all right? And I was like, oh. Anyway. You're ruining my zen. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I didn't go for that godforsaken walk. I really do. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So I, he then, and I, I can almost feel when it happened, he turned posterior, then mm. turned posterior. And that was a level that I was not prepared for at all. So Tim, the techniques we were using in this time was Tim was getting his uh, thumbs and really putting heaps of pressure into my lower back and that was yeah. helping with my contractions. Um, or I should say surges. I've forgotten about that little (laughs) Sorry. That's all right. Um, And um, then suddenly that was like not good at all because it felt like a hot blade was in my lower back. So we went back up and they said, okay, and they still were like fubbing me off. They told me I should go home. And then one lady came out and she said, I'll just check you before you go. And I think I was like seven and a half, something like that. So they put me into a room. Um, and I, 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 at this point I was like over it. I was like, I think it must've been like midday or something like that. And I said, I want the epidural. So they came in, they did the epidural. That was all easy cruisy. It was nice and um, soft so I could still sit up and move around. But then it uh, it took its time. See, it's it's a long time ago now, so I'm just trying to retrace yeah. what happened. <laughs> trying to not mix. It. Wait, was that you? Maybe I've mixed it up. Did you get the water injections? No, okay. they offered them, and I said no. Oh, but yeah, okay. yeah no, nah, I, I was too. I had that in my head. Yeah, no. Nah. Then so it it, it de- the epidural definitely slowed things down. One hundred percent, it slowed things down. So it came to eight o'clock and they said okay we think you're ready blah 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 and in this time they'd been lessening the epidural because I really wanted to have some control over it so then uh they said yep you're you're ready to go and I sort of I can't even remember I think I was on my side oh yeah good and I started to get ready to have him and then all of a sudden lots of um pediatricians ran in and he had done a poo and his heart rate had started to drop but I was in the zone so I didn't really know that this was going on Um, and all I remember is that there was this big hairy doctor at the end of the bed and he held up a scalpel at me and said okay I'm gonna cut you Uh, we're gonna do an episiotomy and at that point I I came out of my (laughs) my hypno (laughs) and I said uh, I would swear but I'll keep it PG. I said, the hell you're not. (laughs) You can swear. It's fine. Put that thing down. You are not cutting me. What do I need to do to safely get this baby out? And he, I can't even remember again. And then in two minutes, Van was born perfectly fine screaming. Yep. And then the doctor said, thank you so much for asking me to not cut you. I said, I said a few choice words. And yeah. I celebrated the birth of my beautiful little boy and he was completely healthy. He was 2.8 kilos. He was so a little guy. Um, and, yeah, I haven't Amazing. slept probably since. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Life's been crazy ever since. Yeah. Well, I love that. I think I've had a handful of people who have been in a similar situation to you who have had an episiotomy 
offered to them. And yeah. by that, I mean, hey, I'm going to give you an episiotomy now. Yeah. So, like, literally no, no informed consent there. No. Um, and have said in the moment, no, you're not. And, you know, half of me is like, wow, how amazing is that that you had the strength to do that? And then the yeah, other well, half of me of was you. like, well, it triggered me because I don't think uh, in the moment, like, I could do that because I'm just like so. Kidding? You are my, you were my, I should have had a picture of your head on the wall from your birth. You were my muse. <laughs> but you were I'm, my everything. I'm really, I'm, because I'm so internal. Mm. That like if someone suggests something to me, like yeah. if they said it to me directly, I'll just just go mm, like okay, okay. Like, that's what has I'm to just, be done. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not able to verbalize. Yeah, in sure. that moment. So that's why you could have like, just done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, that's your thing isn't it yeah <laughs> well, like if my husband like tried to touch me I don't mm. like it I'm just like wave him away mm, mm, get up um so yeah I'm like wow like that mama bear strength really yeah came out when yeah. you needed it well I mean I think I I was so armed with knowledge that I had choices and, and, and my choices in that time were to have the epidural when I initially thought, mm, maybe not. Um, and I'm super pleased about that choice and I don't yeah. regret it at all. Um, I was yeah. very lucky that I, it was on my terms and I could say, let's turn it down, let's do this, let's do that. And also yeah. I was lucky that it had a really light effect. Um, so I definitely felt the pushing. However, it really eased up on my back. And on my surges, actually, from memory. But I walked away, even though the PD, 10 pediatricians ran in and all that sort of stuff, I walked away going, that was amazing. Yeah, Let's do yeah. it again. I would rather give birth every <laughs> single month than be pregnant for nine months. <laughs> give me yeah. one birth every month and I'd rather just stay the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather give birth than like have um a blood test or oh, like same. to me it's way better because it's like your body's doing something normal like it's, it's doing incredible. what it's meant to do and yeah it gives you that high afterwards oh my which God. is what it's meant to be right it's supposed yeah. to be addictive it and it mm. is yeah. and I mean taking away that preconceived notion that we are all conditioned to believe that birth is a really horrific thing oh how are you feeling about that? I am yeah. psyched I'm like I I was so excited for Olive's birth because I knew what it was going to be like I was so yeah. excited for Van's life because I had done the hypnobirthing with you you remember for after our yeah. first lesson I was like oh bring yeah. it on and yeah. I'm not I'm a whinger at at best <laughs> I yeah. can complain, but yeah, that was too. just different. And t- I remember Tim just being like, holy, mm. that is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, unbelievable. And Best I experience. remember you saying, oh, well, I remember a few things after when you told me your story. Firstly, you were like, oh, I want to have a bit of an age gap, but I really <laughs> want to give birth again. <laughs> yeah. It's like the birth, like you wanted to actually have Isn't a baby that wild? quicker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like if it wasn't for the parenting thing, I'd give birth ten times. I'd have ten Same. kids and have like a little newborn, and then oh, give like, me that mm. newborn smell any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. But I remember you as well saying that Tim, you know, at that moment when people were coming into the room, Tim was really good at holding, holding space. Yeah, yeah, and, he was um, incredible. Yeah, and 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 having him armed with that 
he would never have known to do that ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. And I speak to a lot of my friends that have babies and, you know, they, they, they joke, but they say that they're angry at their husband in that time and whatever else. I could not have done it without him. He was yeah. just as much important in the process as I was actually delivering the baby he was incredible and he was so in tuned and all he would have to do at times and this was more so with my second birth which we'll get to but often he would just have to say face to me or hands and Mm. and that would remind me okay I'm scrunching up my face or my hands are tight and instantly I would then feel a relief of what that wave that was coming and it would just completely calm because I had my breathing great. Oftentimes I had my breathing great, but it was just <laughs> those little things that I needed to unclench yeah. to feel it and just to have it pass through. Um, but, yeah, so he was unbelievable. Actually, um, if I'm honest, there was a point when the back pressure st- stopped working and I didn't realise it was not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in the bright lights of the hospital when they told us to go for a walk. So I was like, what yeah. you're doing is not working. <laughs> Since look, we got yeah, in our zone, we were pretty good. common as well, like especially if mum's going into that transition period. Yes. And then it's like what they were doing is no longer working. Yes. And you're just like, okay, stop touching me. Just yes. Fuck yeah. off, please. Totally. <laughs> that, that can it's be normal. Intense. It can be a good sign too. And I wish I was armed with a TENS machine. For that too, yes. Which I just I don't know why I didn't get one on the first first one. Yeah. Well, you got pregnant again, <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> pretty quickly. So, did you do anything different in preparation, or did you have like a different birth plan this time around? No, but it was quite. It it, it was very different actually. Yeah. So, towards the end of my pregnancy with Olive, again another really quite stress free pregnancy. Um, yeah. But I, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I didn't hate it as much. Not as much. Mm. It, I, I, I was able to accept the changes in my body. Um, I really, the hormones that pulsated through me really had me soak up Van as a toddler. And really, I mean, there was a lot of tears of watching him grow up <laughs> in front of my eyes. But yeah, yeah that, it was, I was really quite nostalgic, I think, with the pregnancy and what was, what was to come. So, Towards the end, I had a lot of decreased movement with Olive and I, I don't know if it was paranoia or what, but it was it, it felt very real. Like uh, it, oftentimes in the last few weeks I would sit there in the middle of the night feeling no movement for like hours and I'd go and have a drink of cold apple juice and nothing. So I ended up at the hospital on the scan thing several times. I think it was like... Yeah, I think it might have been three or four times. And then I went in on a Sunday as it was happening again about three days before my due date and a girlfriend of mine was working. Um, She's a midwife there at the hospital and she said, look, the scans are coming up okay, like fine, normal. She's moving enough. However, you know your body better than these machines do. So I would like to give the option of an induction. And as soon as I heard that word, I freaked out. I was like, no, I've heard the worst stories of induction, blah, blah. Although in saying that I had just listened to a podcast, um, a really, and I just honestly couldn't even fathom, um, but a a stillbirth podcast. And it sort of started that same way. So I thought, you know what I said to her, have you, she's got four children. I said, have you ever had an induction? She said, yeah, I've had two. And I said, tell me the truth. (laughs) 
<laughs> it tell me the truth. Is there a way of having a positive induction? And she said, absolutely. Absolutely. We can do it on your terms. So mm. when I heard that and when we I talked to her about it because she had done hypnobirthing also. Oh, sorry, she did some sort of calm birth. So similar. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I got into depth with her about that, I was at ease again and mm. my worries. And you know what? I was actually kind of, because I'm such a control freak, I was actually kind of even more at ease knowing that I was to pack my bags and leave the house. Yeah. So we rocked up at the hospital at 6.30 a.m. Um, on the following day, I believe, and then we basically just got started. I set up the room with my lovely candles and my lavender incense and my music and they hooked me up again I'm anti-needle so that was the, the worst part of the birth for sure yeah um that that thing in my hand which was awful anyway <laughs> and it sort of started but as I was I was really in the zone because I had so much time to prepare it wasn't like yeah. a surprise yeah I was expecting intensity with no breaks Mm-hmm. and it was really just heaps like natural like it was exactly wow. the same I didn't have that at all do you know if they gave you like a lower dose or anything like she, that? she the midwife there I talked to her she wasn't my friend that was I talked to her and I said let's try and do this let's try and trigger it and yeah. do it at my own pace so that's what we tried so it could have been a combination of the fact that yeah I might have just naturally gone in halfway through potentially yeah yeah there was an issue with her not being able to break my waters. So I said, leave it. Um, okay. Let's not touch that. And if, if we can, and she said, that's fine. She said, she's sitting quite high up. And I said, that's fine. So I just then got up on the bed. So actually she kept coming back in and going, hmm, hmm. And then one lady came in and goes, you're smiling. You're not there yet. And I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because um, for me yeah. in labour, I like to dance and smile and and have a good time yeah. in the breaks. That's that's my excitement. That's my relief. I find it a really yeah. exciting thing. So and I'm not quiet. <laughs> I watch <laughs> the videos. I ain't quiet. Well, I am in the start, but um, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of swearing that goes on. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, she came in. and She said, "You're not there." And when they told me that Olive was sitting up too high, I got sat up over the bed on my knees and I just did the hip side to side mm. movement and really felt into it. And I felt her, she dropped and my waters broke. Wow. And at that, at this is the point which I regret. <laughs> this is where I have regret, where I didn't have regret with Ben. So I then lost confidence. I thought, oh mm. no. Because I, I was still had this thing in my head about it being harder with the induction. Yeah. Yep. Which, again, I regret it because I didn't trust myself in this mm. instance. And there's a video of me. I've got the video. And I'm on the gas and I'm up over the bed and I just say really calmly to the midwife, she walks in and I said, I think I'd like the epidural now. Freaking wish I could take those words back. But <laughs> anyway, so she said, that's fine, blah, blah. Um, and then they pretty promptly I think came in um, and I didn't realise because I was deep in hypno at this point, deeper than I'd ever been in hypno um, even with Van's birth and I because of the epidural because they freaked me out. So I was hunched over the pillow and I didn't realise in this time, this went for an hour, 
I was hunched over the pillow and they a, a student had come in and done it with a man. But again, I didn't realize because I yeah. I must have said yes, yes, yes um, to what he was saying. But he never, uh, Tim told me, he never told me it was a student that was going to be doing it. Oh. Anyway, apparently, this is what I've been told from Tim, they kept saying, you're hitting the spot, you're hitting the bone, you're hitting the bone. Horrific. <laughs> and they just kept missing. And I had uh, nine holes in my back all laid down. Anyway, I, I. And you didn't know that at the time? No, or? no, wow. because I was fully hypno. I was fully not, I was out of it. And I didn't realize that while I spent an hour hunched over a goddamn pillow in transition. Whoa. I know this is what this is where my regret lies, not the epidural, the fact yeah. that I wasted that time. I was totally capable of doing it. Yeah. Totally capable of doing it. It would have been so much easier on me had I been moving, as you're aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, and I at the end, the Tim said this is enough. The guy said one more go. He got it in. He laid me down and he said it's going to take 20, 20 minutes now and I was just like, fuck this, why am I doing this? Well, anyway, I laid down and I said, oh, no, I'm pooing. Everyone, I'm pooing. Get out. I'm pooing. And then the <laughs> midwife smiled a huge smile and I said, why are you so pleased that I'm pooing? And because I didn't get that sensation with Van, and yeah. then uh, she said that ain't a poo, <laughs> and she said that and you're this is that epidural is not happening, so buckle up. And I quickly I said everyone now get me on my side because they said it wasn't safe for me to stand up because yeah. that could have kicked in. So we got me on my side, and then in a couple of amazing minutes. Like it was incredible. Tim went down the end and he pulled her out um, and I just breathed through it and it wasn't even anything. It was unbelievable. It, like I I felt that ring of fire, I tell you. I did not feel yeah. that with Ben. But <laughs> it was it was so good. And, again, I, I didn't want another gap, but now I want to go and have another one and get rid of that bloody epidural. <laughs> Just oh perfecting it as I go. But, yes. oh, I'm so disappointed wow. about That's that. Okay. It, didn't, it didn't kick in. No, but still, so, but it, it could have been so much movement. nicer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could have been yeah. so much nicer. Like I couldn't believe it that they – but yeah, I was a bit upset that the midwives didn't say anything and that Tim didn't was not armed in that moment because the epidural with Van was so cruisy and yeah. quick. We weren't armed – for what was to happen there and tell them yeah. to go away, you know? Yeah, so, of course. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, but it was so, it was spectacular and it was so, yeah, yeah it, all in all it was four hours. So from oh the start God. of the, from, no, sorry, from the start of getting to the hospital and then, yeah, so it was super, super quick. It felt totally natural. She was, so she kept coming in and saying, mm, we're not getting a lot of like movement. And I said, if you need to turn it up, that's fine. But I think mm. I was just dealing with it a lot better than what they thought. Yeah. And yeah. because I'd refused a few checks, they weren't fully around it. She was just doing belly feels for me. But the midwives, again, the same as the first time, were absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. Like actual real life angels. They should put wings on the back of the uniforms. <laughs> I love them. 
Yeah, so good. <laughs> and I think it's yeah, it's it's really hard because they're probably used to the majority of women, especially if they're induced. Uh, you know, they're looking like it's it's really intense for them. Yeah, you know, they might be presenting in a different way to the way that you were. Yeah, and also in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, you know, Van's labor was yes. however many hours. Yeah. Yes, you know, second time could be quicker, but you probably didn't think it'd be that. Quick. No, no. Again, that um, and yeah. again, that's why I feel a little bit upset with myself that I did not hone into my intuition because had I sat there and processed the actual feeling, I would have. Uh, she was low. She was so yeah. when she dropped when I was sitting on the bed, on kneeling on the bed. That's when I should have gone. Nah, we've got this. We've yeah. got this. So. Yeah, it's funny that like yeah, you were so in it that you could feel her drop like yeah, is that yeah. instinctive? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, again, like you're in that mode and you're in the zone. It's really hard for you to think and rationalize and, yeah. and do all those things. So yeah. really, that's like the job of care providers to be like, hey, like mm. I believe in you. Yeah, you can do this. You yeah, know? and you know what? They kind of didn't at that point, which. Mm. Tim tried, <laughs> yeah. but again, I had this preconceived notion about the um, the induction, induction and I, yeah. I was expecting for it to get much worse um, yeah. and it just didn't. And I got a graze and that's it. Wow. Yeah, and she was 3.4 kilos. Gosh, so bigger. Yeah, quite significantly yeah. bigger. Yeah, but mm. the, it was the most, Tim was like, oh, my God, she's all hot and slimy. <laughs> It was unbelievable. And then instantly she just, she crawled up. So I sort of went onto my back. She crawled up, latched. And yeah. And yeah, I was able to, I didn't have to have the injection for the, um, to deliver the placenta. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Um, Which was good. And the epidural kicked in. (laughs) So I was bound to a bed. Yeah. three hours or something which is fine because well, I was feeding it's but. fine exactly like by the time you deliver the placenta they check everything out you yeah. feed the baby it, like yeah. that's your skin to skin anyway for yeah the first few hours but yeah. I mean at least it didn't affect Olive so that's good no not obviously at all. she Thank was goodness. nice and alert she and really was yeah mm. yeah which was and and even having had that what could have been and what would have been, knowing me, a really traumatic experience with the epidural, Mm. I still walked away from it going, that was incredible. Where where do I sign? Let's go again. Yeah, I love that. You know, and I I, I know that not all births catered to that and, like, I completely understand that, but doing this opened the doors to motherhood for me in like it just started me off on the best foot that I possibly could have started yeah. on. Like it, it, it is the best thing that I did as far as pregnancy and, you know, worth every single penny. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, I, and as you know, I recommend it to anyone who will listen. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> it's life-changing. <laughs> it is. Because, yeah, like motherhood is enough of a freaking journey. Like, yeah to be also dealing with, you know, or processing the birth as well yeah. on top of that, you know, yeah. just to be able to give yourself, yeah, the best start possible to your parenting journey, whether that's mm. the first time or becoming a mum again mm. because then you've got the whole juggle of now multiple totally. children, which yeah. is a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just giving yourself that best 
start. And I think we're just going back to the induction. Yeah, I know people will say, yeah, it's more intense, but it's also that kind of luck element of, you know, were you going to go into labor the next day? or maybe in the next few days. So mm-hmm. just that little bit of syntocinin was enough to kickstart your labour. I, I honestly think it was that because yeah. that night I was feeling some movement the night before okay. and it definitely yeah. wasn't to the intensity of, of vans, but it, there was definitely movement for sure. So I reckon yeah. it's possible that that could have happened, yeah. Yeah, your uterus was ready anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks so much for sharing your stories. No worries. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm so glad I got to hear that second one as well. Yeah. What do um, you think? Yeah. Are you angry at me for the stupid epidural? Oh, because I knew, I know if you were there or if your picture was on the wall, I'd be like, what yeah. Would Tina do? What yeah. would Tina do? <laughs> well, isn't that not like that would have been an option for you because, you know, freaking lockdown, but isn't that like a great example of why it's great to have a doula? Oh or like, God. you know, or to be like, oh okay, yeah, you want the epidural, but let's try this first or let's I do would this, you know. I love a doula and I think yeah. next time around 100% I'll be having a doula, yeah. Mm. Or maybe yeah. maybe look into some other places to birth. Yeah, no, nah. that freaks me out a bit. Push, I'm push not you. you. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You know, no, well, actually I, I was so close because they were starting to say if Tim – if if we had to have the tests every day because it was literally in oh, a really right. hectic yep. second round of yes. lockdown yep. and I we were exploring avenues I was googling um pools and stuff yeah wow because I was like if I if I can't do it with him then I'm not I, I won't yeah I will not so where can people follow you and connect with you I am at on Instagram at Life of Katie Williams, and I've actually just started um, my own mummy podcast with a girlfriend, Yay. or actually a colleague, I should say. Um, it is called Two Mums One Pod, so you can find us on the gram at Two Mums One Pod or on Apple iPods. I think yeah. that's my podcast. <laughs> Apple, was it called yeah, Apple Podcasts? Yes, I'm getting Apple used podcast. to that. And we're we're at number ten on the parenting podcast, which is oh God, super exciting. So good. Yeah, and it's we've like only got the one episode. Name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you liked it. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much again for joining us, Katie. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 